Welcome to The Last Track, where we help people showcase the last track of their life story and their final wishes. I am your host, Brian Norris, the co-owner of Bateman Funeral Home in Newport, Oregon. Just like a song can bring you back to a day, a time, and a memory, so too can a well-planned service. The quote of the day is by Connie in Hartwood in her book, The Garden in Our Hearts. Within each of us lies a garden. You need only look inside. It lies within our hearts, where love and hope abide. And that's a very appropriate quote, because today we're going to be talking about uh, online memorials and doing a tribute and and a tribute. That is a very appropriate quote because we're going to talk today on this podcast about creating an online memorial. And there's a lot of different ways to create a lasting memorial online for a loved one, and it can get kind of confusing. And so we're going to cover a few of the ways and give you some tips and some help on creating an online memorial. At our funeral home, we get a lot of different questions. And ranking in the top 10 is why, first off, for, for some older people, it's like, well, why do I, why do I do, want to do an online memorial? And for younger people, it's kind of a no-brainer. They're just like, they immediately want to know what kind of online presence we provide and what are the different services. So, so let's cover creating an online memorial, and we're going to start with the obituary page. And that's kind of something that everybody's a little bit familiar with. So let's start with the obituary page. Most funeral homes in America today have an online obituary. And most funeral homes, some of them it's not, but most funeral homes are providing a free obituary online. Now, depending on the funeral home, there's a few things that that obituary can, uh, can have. First, at least maybe one photo. Most funeral homes offer at least one photo of a person and some text that you can type into an online obituary. Other funeral homes, they might, uh, they might have you know, a dozen. You can have up to a dozen pictures. And so when you're talking to a funeral home, Ask them about an online obituary and what's included in it and ask them what the free version is. And then maybe even ask them what maybe one that costs some money and what it can include. A couple other things that would go with the online obituary is going to be maybe a tribute wall. And on that wall, uh, there you can offer things like doing a virtual candle so people can light a virtual candle and leave a message. Uh, Some people, some funeral homes offer to where anyone can upload a photo as well as leave an obituary, Uh, excuse me, leave, leave a condolence. Make sure you ask the funeral home, what is the screening process? Most funeral homes, and, and ours included, um, when somebody uploads a photo, 
I'm going to get a notification, or my daughter might, because she's she's our social media expert. We will take a look at those photos to make sure, number one, they're appropriate, and number two, that a family member uploaded them. And if we have any questions, we check with the family and say, hey, is this photo appropriate? Because you know, maybe maybe they don't want to have a picture of grandpa drinking beer, you know, standing over a, de- a deer that they shot. Well, maybe they do, but maybe they don't. And sometimes there could be some inappropriate pictures come or spam. You Believe it or not, there's a lot of spam out there that will go around and they will troll the funeral homes and try to post their advertisements or post their beliefs. It might be religious. It might be, you know, they're trying to sell insurance. And so we screen those things to make sure that those things don't get on the obituary. Other things, they might be able to uh, offer, you know, uh, buying some flowers to be sent to the family. There could be customizable music. Some funeral homes offer that a family member can say, hey, we love John Denver, Rocky Mountain High. And so that music would be playing in the background if, if it's appropriate and if, a family, if the funeral home has the rights to be able to play that music. And it might be some canned music. But just know that those are all some things that usually come with some sort of a package or free of charge or maybe a nominal charge to the family members. Some ideas of what you can do on the obituary page. Photos, we talked a little bit about those. Some funeral homes offer that you can um, upload a video. And you might have a video of grandma uh, singing a song or grandma or grandpa or mom or dad or whoever opening presents on Christmas. That would be an appropriate thing to be able to share. Memories, absolutely. In fact, uh, I always tell family members that if they authorize that we can have an online video, excuse me, an online obituary, that this is a location that people can go and they can share their memories of that loved one that has passed away, especially during COVID-19. I can't tell you how critical it is that there's an online obituary presence for the community and for the families to be able to grieve and share messages and, and share memories. Poems are appropriate. Maybe there's a, there's a particular poem that the person uh, loved to quote, and that would be an, appro- an appropriate thing to be able to put on uh, the obituary. Let's talk a little bit about social media. And there's a number of different places, Instagram, Facebook, lots of different places that especially the younger generation, and when I say younger, that means basically 40 and under, they, there's, there's a lot of places that people go uh, and they share, they, they share on the social media. If your loved one passed away and they had a Facebook account, you can let them know that the person has passed away. First off, that will lock the account as far as for uh, be, uh, like somebody may be posing as that person and and still continuing to post. But they also allow you to be able to continue then to leave condolences and those types of things uh, on Facebook. There's also Facebook has uh, Facebook Live. And so if you're having a memorial service, you can certainly use Facebook 
to be able to broadcast a memorial service for the person who has passed away, and even like on their Facebook page. So that's something to keep in mind, that social media is definitely a way um, of the future for people to be able to share memories and to memorialize a person who has passed away. On Facebook or on Instagram or other social media, it's very similar to the funeral home obituary page where you can share memories of time spent with a person. You can also read poems. You can uh, celebrate that person's life. You can post pictures, songs that remind you of the person. All of these things that will help a person grieve and help the grieving family to begin to heal. And these are all things that family members uh, really are seeking uh, when they are beginning the healing process is to know a favorite song or a favorite a favorite thing to do. And they can read about it, they can see the video, they can hear the song, and it helps them to begin, to begin that, that healing process. Video tributes, and this, this can be made on a number of different platforms, but video tribute to the person that can be played at the memorial service. It can also be placed on the website, the, the funeral home's website, in the obituary section. Uh, a, a video tribute, and a video tribute is when you take multiple pictures of a person and you put it into a video that has time, it's timed, so that you might, maybe every 10 seconds the picture changes. It may be timed to music, or the favorite music of the person. They may, they may be multiple songs. Ideally, you want it to be about 10 minutes long if it's going to be shown at a memorial service. It can be a half an hour long or longer if you want if it's going to be placed on social media or on a funeral home's website, uh, because then people can come in, they can watch, they can skip, they can maybe move it forward, that type of thing. But at a, at a memorial service, ideally, you don't really want it to be longer than 10 minutes, and that's something to keep in mind. Some things to put on that video tribute would be photos of when the person was young. A lot of times people know, you know, they come into their life, and they might be 40, 50, 60 years old type of thing. And so seeing pictures of them when they're young really helps capture uh, that person's personality and helps people understand where they came from, what they lived through during their life, and uh, ultimately how they became who they are. And that really puts into context people to be able to see those photos uh, throughout their life. It helps posterity, young children, uh, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, all of a sudden, they see great-grandma or great-grandpa as somebody the same age. And then they go, whoa, wait a second, grandpa was 10? And then they see grandpa when he was 10 years old, if you have those photos, and it really helps tie the posterity to their uh, ancestor who has just passed away, if, if, if that's the type of a service that you're going to be uh, going to. Poems again, uh, photos, music, uh, the, uh, things that people enjoyed. One of the things that we did for my grandmother when she passed away is we made a video tribute and we recorded her voice prior to her passing away. And then we included that into the video. So as we were going through and seeing pictures of her while she was young, 
meeting my grandfather, you know, getting married, having children. While, while those videos were showing, while those pictures were showing, she was actually kind of narrating her life story. And it was really cool because her grandchildren, which were my generation, we were in our 50s and 40s. She had great-grandchildren who were in their 20s. And she had great-great-grandchildren who were less than 10. And it immediately connected these great-great-grandchildren and great-grandchildren who were young to their great-grandmother and great-great-grandmother because they saw her all of a sudden no longer as this 96-year-old woman but as a young, vibrant, young lady having children of her own, raising children, uh, showing pictures of her when she was really little. And, and these were back in the 19 you know, teens, 1915, over 100 years ago now. And they, they were able to see what her life was like. And she was telling stories about them going and picking berries. And that really was cool. My, my granddaughter, which was her great-great-granddaughter, immediately sat up in the pew and said, that's Grandma's voice. And that was probably worth the entire making of that video tribute, uh, including my grandmother's voice telling a story, her story. And, and it, it, there was such a connection. It was, it was really amazing. So I highly recommend that to people if they're going to do a video tribute. Try, if they can, ahead of time to videotape, well, this is not video, or record a voice of your loved one prior to them passing away. It's just, it's, it's amazing what it can do at a service. Other things you can also do is to create an online photo album. Family members, everybody, they could go to Google Photos and they can store photos online with a free, unlimited, high quality storage. Uh, what a great way to, as a, as a family, be able to, to work on a family project by going to Google Photos and, and uploading photos to a file there for, uh, for people to have as a photo album. You can create a shareable album that they can, uh, friends and families can have, and they can also add photos. And later you can create an online photo album to keep at your home if you choose to do so. What are some of the things to include in that online photo? You can have photos from you, your friends, your family's phones, photos from you know, weddings, from school, from high school, uh, old scan photos, boy, you know, Nowadays, when you get a, a 1970s photo, my grandchildren look at it and they're like, whoa, what is that? And it's kind of cool for them to be able to think, see things like that. If a service is going to be held online, and we touched on that briefly, it can be recorded and uploaded to an online obituary or YouTube as an unlisted or private video, so that that way uh, people have to know and have a link in order to be able to get to that YouTube uh, online uh, service. If it's going to be live stream on YouTube, Zoom, Google, Hangout, or Facebook, it can be shared as an online obituary. Make sure that when you're sharing that information that the people have downloaded the software in advance and not 
just before the service is supposed to start. So like if the service is starting at one, they really need to make sure by noon they have downloaded the software, tested out their laptop or the whatever device they're going to be using to watch the service and make sure it runs on their platform and that there's no conflicts, that there's no issues and that they've worked out the problems ahead of time so that at one o'clock when the service is starting, they're not getting an error message and then they have to panic and try to figure out how to get to that service. Last but not least, let's talk a little bit about a video eulogy. Um, family and friends can record a video of themselves telling stories about the person who has passed away, and they can create a video eulogy that can be shared. They can arrange it in a timeline or themed, so timeline meaning chronological, so as you're watching the video, it goes from the time they're a baby or born all the way through to the time they pass, or maybe themed, you know, maybe maybe the person was a dancer and so you have all of the things talked about during that time frame maybe they uh, when they were working as a logger they have photos and and um, different memories being shared about while they were working in their occupation and the videos can be all spliced together and they can create that video tribute of that person's life well, we have reached that time in our podcast where we take a moment and we remember all the families that are experiencing a loss and we light a virtual candle in their memory. So let's just pause for a moment and remember those people that have passed. This has been The Last Track. I am Brian Norris, and you can find out more about us at uh, and Bacon Funeral Home at our website at baconpacificview.com, or you can visit us on Facebook. You can even check us out on YouTube if you'd like. Please leave feedback, or if you have a question about today's episode, you can give us a call, or you can comment, and you can call us at 541-265-2751. We'd love to hear from you. Make sure that you listen to the other two podcasts in this trilogy. They're going to be titled Celebrating a Life Online as well as Creating an Online Obituary. Hey, isn't that amazing? It's where we're all talking about online memorials and things like that. The next trilogy is going to be called uh, Unexpected Deaths. See you on our next Last Track podcast. Thank you.